You are listening to the Moms Full Circle Podcast, a place for moms or moms-to-be to come together and support one another, laugh together, maybe cry together, ask your most random baby questions to judgment-free, and tune in to hear all things motherhood. As a mama myself, I know the importance of having a tribe to lean on during this wild ride. I hope this podcast will do that for you too. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine, probably the video monitor too, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mom's Full Circle Podcast. It's me, Carolyn Prestano, and I am solo today. I have not done a solo episode in quite a while, so bear with me today as I like talk with myself, maybe go off on tangents and definitely lose my breath, which is funny because if you go back in the archives like a year ago when I was pregnant, I was making fun of myself for constantly losing my breath and it just hasn't changed postpartum. I have a 10-month-old and I'm like still having this issue if I'm on like a long-winded tangent like I would be in a podcast. So bear with me. But I want to start doing more of these solo episodes. I love having guests on here, connecting with them, chatting with them, and just really kind of broadening this mama circle. But also, as many of you probably know, I'm also a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. And I really want to tap into that more on the podcast because I see so many mamas and families struggling with these specific aspects of their health because I think that social media and our society and this generation especially has been really exposed to this all or nothing mentality, this restrictive dieting or really like hardcore exercise that you have to do as punishment for something that you ate. So I want to kind of quiet that noise and Bring some really simple, sustainable tips for you guys that you could use whether you're working towards a fitness goal or a nutrition goal, or you're just trying to make some healthier choices for you and your family. Um, Yeah, that's kind of the life I'm living. So I want to be able to show you guys that it really doesn't have to be so complicated or something that's so grueling and something that feels like a chore. And we don't have to constantly keep getting down on ourselves and our bodies because again that feels like this is just like a I guess I can't even say a generational thing because this has been going on forever we were raised by parents of the Weight Watchers and the Slim Fast generation and so it's just kind of trickling down but here I am again on a long-winded tangent I told you this was going to happen but it's become almost like normal to talk down about our bodies so you know, oh, I feel so fat today. And then the person next to them is going to respond, oh my God, you're not fat. Look at me. And I just want to change that conversation. Let's stop casually calling ourselves fat. Let's stop casually really just knocking ourselves down for things that we ate or calling ourselves a bad person because of something that we ate. So yeah, that's where I'm going with these solo episodes, plus other life updates and all the things. But This one today will be somewhat of a short episode because I am short on time with nap time if I'm being honest with you. So let's dive into it. Today's episode, I really just want to talk about why your workout routine 
may not be sticking. So when this episode comes out, it's going to be February, end of February, almost March. So I want you to tap in right now. Did you set a New Year's resolution of some kind? And if you did, was it related to fitness in any way? And if you're nodding along, I want you to ask yourself, have you been able to stick to the practices, the small goals, the habits that are going to help you reach this goal or this resolution? And if you have, that's great. But I think so often I see with my clients and I just see through really social media that many people are struggling to find a workout routine that they can stick to. And maybe they're able to do it for that first month of the challenge or first month of the new year because there's adrenaline, it's motivating, and then it kind of trickles off. And then all of a sudden we're not exercising at all. We're kind of throwing in the towel. We're feeling burned out. So I want to talk about why that's happening. And there are lots of different reasons, but I'm going to touch on some of the top reasons. And then I'm going to give you some ways that you could combat those reasons and really find something that could stick for you. So my number one reason for why your workouts are not sticking is because you have not found workouts that you enjoy. If you are going into your workouts feeling like it's a chore, something that you have to do, something that you're dreading and you keep putting off, I'm willing to bet you haven't found a workout that you enjoy. And yes, you can find workouts that you enjoy. They're out there. They're real. And you should be enjoying your workouts. So what does it mean when you enjoy your workouts? It means that you can completely turn your brain off while you're working out. You're not counting down the minutes until it's over and watching the clock because you're so engaged in the workout. You don't even think to check the clock that many times. It's one that, especially when the workout's over, you feel so much better than you did before you started the workout. And I don't mean better in the sense of like, oh, I just burned off all these calories. I mean better in the sense of your mood is better, your energy is better, you just feel like a better person because of what you just did. Unfortunately, so often we are, you know, inundated with the kinds of workouts that we think we should be doing because we see someone else doing them and most likely that someone else has a body type that we want so we assume that in order to get that body type we have to do the exact workouts that they are doing or we have to do the exact workouts really that everyone else is doing spinning or hit like these are all kind of all the rage right now and I'm going to tell you I personally love those workouts. But if you're not someone that loves them, you shouldn't do them because even though you're doing them to reach a certain goal, you're not going to reach that goal because you're not going to stick to them. So you need to find workouts you enjoy. And I would even tag along with that. You also might need to redefine what the word workout means. So if you're someone that thinks, I know this used to be me, that a workout only counts as a workout if it's a certain amount of time or if you sweat a certain amount or if you burn a certain amount of calories or you should feel exhausted and on the floor afterwards because it was so hard. If that's what you're defining a workout as, then you're going to need to redefine it. A workout is getting your heart rate up in some capacity. It does not need to be max heart rate. It is moving your body in some way. 
It doesn't need to be miles and miles of distance. It doesn't need to be all sorts of jumps and flips. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. So take a look at what that word workout means to you. Maybe do some tweaking. And then I really want you to tap into if you could do any kind of physical activity and really take the weight loss piece off the table. So I could do any kind of physical activity that I enjoy and it doesn't matter what comes out of it as far as changing my body, what would it be? It could be walking, it could be swimming, it could be dancing, it could be some of these really unique things that sometimes don't get counted as workouts because they seem like they're not quote unquote hard enough, but they are. So I want you guys to start by just making that list. What are the things I enjoy and take everything else off the table? Okay, number two, reason why your workout is not sticking. Scheduling. So if you're not someone that's looking at your full week at a glance and scheduling in when you're working out, you're most likely not able to stick to a consistent routine. And when you're scheduling these out, you need to make sure that you have the other parts of your day marked in there. So for example, I'm going to use my family as an example. Keith and I have to schedule our weeks side by side and when we're doing our workouts because I'm often gone in the morning personal training, so he has Sophia. So if he was to put that he was going to work out at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm gone at the gym personal training. He's home with Sophia, so he needs to keep in mind that he's going to have her in the basement with him. And it might be a day for a quicker workout, or maybe it's going to be totally fine, or... Maybe it's just better if he gets up early before I leave, gets the workout in while Sophia is still sleeping so that in case she's cranky or super active, he doesn't have to worry about trying to do a workout and watch her at the same time. So making sure you have the other parts of your day planned so there's no interference and you're discussing that with the other people in your family that it might impact to make sure that there's going to be no roadblocks to cause you to not get that workout in. Obviously, some things are going to come up along the way, but that's going to be a lot more rare versus all these other family obligations, personal obligations that are daily roadblocks. I want you writing those out, whether it's on your phone, on the notes app. I use the cozy calendar. I also use a paper and pen agenda. So write it out, find the roadblocks, and then figure out where the workout could go from there. Are you getting up 15 minutes earlier? Are you bringing a change of clothes to work? Are you walking on your lunch break? Where is it going to work? So, so far we've got, you need workouts you enjoy and you need to have a plan. Last reason I'm going to touch on kind of goes along with the one that we just talked about, the scheduling with your family. Um, but it's that your workouts are too long and or they don't fit your lifestyle. So again, like I talked about at the beginning, we have this idea that workouts need to be like an hour or longer for them to count. That's not true. They can be as long as you need them to be for as much time as you have available. So it could be a 10-minute yoga flow. It could be an hour-long run. It could be a 15-minute HIIT workout. It could be a two-hour bike ride. 
It's the amount of time that you have that's reasonable within your day that works for you and works for your lifestyle. So when I say lifestyle, are you someone that's in a really busy season of life and leaving the house to get to the gym is just not in the cards for you? So we need to find some home workouts you enjoy. Or are you newly postpartum and you have a baby that has an unpredictable nap schedule, you're the sole caregiver, maybe we need to do some workouts that involve the baby or that work around the baby's nap schedule. That's what I mean by fitting your lifestyle. So this is kind of a simple-ish one to tackle in the sense of the answer is plain and simple. Make your workouts the length that works for you in your days and make them work within your lifestyle in the season of life that you're in. But I also think this one is very challenging because you have to change your mindset from what you've been taught or what's been ingrained in your head for what workouts should be. So that's a lot. But to kind of recap the three reasons why your workouts are not sticking. You didn't find workouts you enjoyed. You didn't make a plan that was realistic. And they were too long or didn't fit your lifestyle. So you might have like nodded your head along to all of those things and now you're thinking, well, shoot, Caroline, all of those are me and it's a problem and I need something that's consistent. So I got you. I'm going to leave you guys with like two actionable things to work on. Not tackling this whole list right now because again, that's not going to work. It's not realistic. Number one thing I want you guys to do is tap into the workouts you enjoy. And that might take a little bit of time. So I want you to just try new things. Do things that sound good. Ask your friends what they're doing. Join them in a class. And make note of how you feel during and after those exercises. It can be a mental note. It can be on your phone. It can be in a journal. But how did you feel doing each of those things? And if you went to go do them again, were you excited for them or were you dreading it? That's another important one. So keep track. And from there, I'm willing to bet that you're going to have at least one workout that you found that you enjoyed. I'm betting it's probably actually going to be more. And you're going to have a repertoire to start working with when it comes to the type of workout you're doing. The number two thing I want you to do in addition to that one is make a plan. So look at just this upcoming week, and I want you to practice making a plan. And I'm going to write this in the show notes of what this looks like in action steps. But you're going to write down what workouts you're going to be doing in the sense of, am I doing a Peloton ride? Am I going to the gym to use their weights for a strength training session? Am I doing a yoga class with a friend? Am I walking on the canal with my mom? Write it out. And then I want you to get an agenda or look on your calendar of your phone, cozy calendar, and I want you to plug in which days you're going to be doing those workouts. So on Monday, I'm going to the yoga class. On Tuesday, I'm taking the Peloton class at home. And then from there, you're going to write in the other important parts of your day, whether it is your work schedule, when you're working, when you have to drop the kids off at school, when you have a doctor's appointment when your husband is away for the evening, this type of thing, so that you can identify those roadblocks that might get in the way of your workout. Then 
Again, I'm putting this all in the show notes. But then I want you to write in what time you're going to be doing your workout and how long you think it's going to take you-ish. So say you wrote out your whole day and you're noticing that, okay, I have to be at work by 9 o'clock and I work until 5 and then I got to get the kids from daycare and then we have soccer practice and then I got to go home and make dinner and get the kids to bed. All right, well, to me, that's sounding like you need to work out before work because the rest of the day is just going to eat you up. Not really, but you know what I mean. So what time do you need to get up so you can get a workout in, shower, and get ready to go? Write that down. Make a plan. Literally time block out your day. I know this sounds rigid. It will become more habitual for you, especially if you find a routine that you can stick to week by week. But at the beginning, we really need to lay that foundation. And then your last step is you need to share this out with the people it matters to, whether it is your partner, whether it is a babysitter, whether it's your kids, show them the plan, tell them the plan. And then you can even like post it on the fridge or if you share a calendar with them, make sure that they know the plan so that if you said, I'm going to a four o'clock spin class with my friend, your husband's not going to call you at 3.30 and say, hey, do you want to go to happy hour? Because he knows that this time is important to you and you have blocked this out for you and your fitness goals. So like I said, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but you're thinking about what are the workouts I enjoy, how they make me feel. You're then looking at what workouts am I doing on each day of the week or whatever day of the week you're working out. Then you're blocking out those potential roadblocks and plugging in your workouts from there. And then you're sharing them out with the people that this would impact so that they can be on board with you. That's my long-winded way of saying, you guys, exercise does not need to be something that you dread. doesn't need to be an all-day affair. Just have some fun with it. I promise you're going to find workouts that you enjoy. And actually to tap into that before we close out, when I say enjoy, I want you guys thinking about How do they impact your mood? How do they impact your energy? How do they impact even things like your sleep and your digestion? How do they impact just your overall outlook on the day? If you're finding positive pieces in all of those areas or majority of those areas, chances are it's a workout you enjoy. If you're finding the opposite, you're feeling lethargic, super sore where it just like hurts to move every day of the week forever where your stomach is in knots and you don't have consistent digestion, you're anxious going to bed, you're not sleeping well when your head hits the pillow, you're just feeling down and blah, chances are you're doing workouts that you don't enjoy. So take note of that and then you'll be able to again find that list or one workout that's really bringing out all the positives and you're going to be able to trash the ones that aren't. I would love to hear about these lists that you guys are making and if you have any kind of like revelation of like, oh my God, I've been doing HIIT workouts forever because I saw on Instagram I was supposed to be doing it, but I actually freaking hate them and my body's been putting up the red flag and I haven't even noticed. Or maybe the opposite, like I've been doing yoga for so long and I feel so much better when I do it. I don't know. I want you guys to share with me what you found doing this. Be sure to check the show notes out so that you have these action steps. And then you guys can also always, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Caroline underscore Prestano and just whatever you have questions with. Hey, Caroline, I'm having trouble scheduling my workouts. I'm having trouble 
figuring out what type of workout. Do you have ideas for me? Whatever it is, this is my bread and butter. I'm so passionate about this because I've gone through this same hamster wheel and I finally have jumped off and I want to help others jump off and just kind of be free. So that's that. That's my rant and uh, nap time's over. So I'm out of here and I will catch you guys in the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Mom's Full Circle podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes. I'm always looking to expand my tribe, so please reach out. You can find me at Caroline underscore Prestano on social media. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll catch you in the next episode.